Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking about the upcoming Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Bridal Showcase, which is going to be taking place on February 9th, 2013. So it's starting to get down to the wire if you are going to make a special trip out to Orlando for the showcase. And I wanted to do a show that talked about what you can expect at the showcase, what the last showcase was like, and helps you get an idea of whether it's something that's worth traveling a great distance for, or maybe something that would just be helpful if you are interested in the area already and you have a chance to attend it. So today I'd like to talk to Dina Ackman, who was at the last Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Bridal Showcase, which took place in, I believe it was March of 2011, and get her take on it and see if it actually helped her plan her wedding or changed her ideas or changed the kind of wedding she had or anything like that, and just get her take on the whole event. So welcome, Dina. Thanks for having me, Carrie. I'm excited. Well, thanks for being on the show. I'm really interested to hear what you thought of it because we actually got to meet at the show and I was just running around taking pictures of everything in sight. And so it's nice to finally get to break it down and talk about what we thought and how you liked it and if it was helpful. Absolutely. There was a lot going on there. So first, I should talk a little bit about what the bridal showcase is like. And this year is not going to be quite the same as last time, but I'll just tell you a little bit about last time so you kind of get an idea. It was an all-day event. I think it started at like 10 and went to 4 or something. And it was held at the Grand Floridian Convention Center, and they had a couple rooms. One big room was set up with a stage where they had a fashion show, maybe even two fashion shows, come to think of it. And then they had panels with some of the planners answering questions. And then around the the edges of the room, they had all the different sort of departments, I guess you would say, for a wedding set up. So there was an area for the culinary team from the Grand Floridian, and they were making samples of wonderful dishes. And they had the pastry team there decorating, I think they were like painting white chocolate figurines, castles and things, and they had sample cakes on display. And then there was a booth for Disney's fine art photography department, where you could see albums and kind of get an idea of what maybe a flush mount album is versus a photo book style album and see examples of their work and talk to the people who worked there. And then they had just other table setups. They had floral samples. They had a lot of the Alfred Angelo dresses on display. And there were planners set up there with tables. You could go talk to a planner and kind of get some of your questions answered. Then in another room, they were doing Alfred Angelo dress fittings, which was really neat because they had racks and racks of these dresses. And I believe you had to sign up for a time, but you could go in and try on different dresses, and which I thought was a really nice touch because it kind of brought everything under one roof. Not only do you have the wedding planning, but you can also try the dresses. And then there was a third venue where they had a special lunch with David Tutera, and I believe he spoke and signed autographs and things like that. So this year, it's sort of like they're taking all those ideas 
except the dresses, and shrinking it down. So it's shorter. I believe it's 10 to 3 this year. It's at the Contemporary Convention Center. And they're still having an appearance by David Tutera, but I get the idea that it's going to be a little more scaled back, but still have a lot of the elements that you look for, like getting to talk to a planner and seeing examples of some of the things you can have, like table setups and the photo books and things like that. So... With that in mind, let's talk to Dina about how she enjoyed the last bridal showcase. First of all, what got you interested in attending Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Bridal Showcase last time? Well, I always try to use any excuse possible to pick up and go to Disney World. And so when this became available and I was planning a wedding, I thought, well, I should just rent some points and get down there. But in all seriousness, I wanted more ideas. I wanted to see cakes up close, uh, decor ideas and visions beyond what I searched on the internet for. So how far did you have to travel, and how long a trip did you have to make? Well, at that time, we lived in northern Kentucky, so my flight from Cincinnati was about two and a half hours. I flew in on Friday, left on Monday, but now I live in Kissimmee, so it would be a whole different story now. But I think, you know, it wasn't that bad of a flight. That's interesting. Did you bring any friends or family members with you to the showcase? I did. I brought my stepmom with me. Originally, I was going to go alone, um, but I was having a hard time convincing my family that a Disney wedding was the right decision for me. And I knew if I can get her there, then she would be able to see firsthand how amazing everything was. And then she could help the other family members get on board and get excited about traveling. That's interesting. So did the ploy work? It did. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really, really think that if you have somebody on the fence, that this is something that you want to bring them to, to get them on board. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. I just think, you know, as a potential bride or groom that you would want to go see everything in person. But yeah, I think because they put on such a great show, it can be really uh, a good sales tactic, like you say, with the more reluctant members of your group. I think sometimes you have to sell your family first. Definitely. So now what were you most looking forward to at the showcase? I was looking for elements that I hadn't thought of. I'm not the do-it-yourself type, the girl that thinks of everything. I wanted the showcase to help me fill in my gaps. I was really looking forward to the Alfred Angelo fittings since my stepmom didn't live near me and the closest shop was over an hour away for me. It was nice that she was able to take part and you know, seeing me in a couple dresses and making some decisions. The whole setup was really, really nice. And the designer getting to meet him, Michael Vetter, he was such a doll. You know, he helped everybody personally. So just that experience was a really nice touch. Yeah, I think so too. And much nicer than any Alfred Angelo store I've ever been in. (laughs) That's correct. While you were there, did you have a chance to talk to a wedding planner? Um, I actually did not. I was able to grab my coordinator for about five seconds to introduce them to my stepmom. But if my memory serves me correctly, they said that they were only talking briefly to set up a future site visit. So it seemed like they were just putting people in and out and in and out. That's interesting. Yeah. So maybe if somebody is going and they're expecting to have a 20 minute heart to heart and get all their details ironed out, this is not actually the opportunity for that. Probably not. I think you're more likely that you're going to speak to a coordinator and they're going to set up another time. So getting to speak to somebody who's really going to divulge information, basically, they're going to get you in the door and get you set up for another time. Interesting. Okay, that's good to know. So which aspects of the showcase did you find the most helpful? Well, I love the question and answer sessions because others tend to ask questions that you haven't thought of. 
And it also helped my stepmother to understand minimums, pricing, can-dos, can't-dos. And for some reason, it sounded more reasonable to her ears when they were talking about wishes minimums while sitting in a room full of beautiful things. <laughs> I think it was, it, it's perfect to take that family member, the fiancé, the bridesmaid, who isn't quite on board, and it'll definitely change their mind once they're in a room full of beautiful things. That's a good point. Now, was there anything that you felt Disney could have improved upon with the showcase? I would have liked to seen an entire room for decor ideas. There were a few tables set up in the main room with a few table setups, but I would have liked to see more what they can do. Lighting, linens, favors, show me ways to spend my money. I just felt like the couple tables that they set up weren't quite enough or good enough visions. And I don't know how this would work out, but I would have liked to seen them make a place for other vendors. It may have been a conflict of interest on some levels, but it would have been nice to meet and greet with some of their preferred vendors that they have. Yeah, I think the only, now that I'm remembering, and I should look at my pictures, I actually have a, I have an entire post on my blog devoted to this showcase, and I have a lot of photos, and I think there was one, wasn't there like a travel company there or something, and maybe the impressions stationary? I think so, but, you know, I would have liked to seen the dress steaming, um, some of the hair and makeup places. Right. Just so you can maybe talk to them and see what they're all about. You know, we all go to department stores and scout out people, and it would have been nice to have that all there. I don't know how that would work out, but that's what I would have liked to see. That's a good point. And then going back to your talking about the room setups, I know that I've been to a couple of the bridal showcases at Disneyland, and they do. They decorate the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion. They did one of the rooms in the other part of the Disneyland Hotel. They did it up with the uplighting and the DJ and the dance floor and everything so that you felt like you were at an actual reception, and it was really helpful because, like you say, you don't really know all the options, and they have so many options that they can't tell you about all of them. So if they had a room that was done up like ready for a magazine photo shoot or something, you might get ideas. Ideas of things. I think so too. I went there because I was short on decor ideas and I really wanted to see more than a couple tables set up in a corner. Well, hopefully they'll have remedied that this year because at the contemporary, they're going to have a lot more rooms right there. Like if they divide up some of those ginormous ballrooms, maybe they'll do that. That would be really cool. That'd be awesome. I think that some of like the food and cake presentations would be good for the escape bride who doesn't get a planning session. That's a good point, because it did seem like the food and everything was definitely geared toward wishes. They did have a couple cakes out. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, you're right. If there was a way, and maybe that's a lot to to have, but that you could try like five standard cake flavors and five standard fillings, like you say, for an escape bride who doesn't get a planning session, that would be really valuable. Another thing was when they did the panel, everything that they answered was very Disney-esque. It was very politically correct. And anything that you would really expect them to say without divulging information. You know what I mean? Interesting. So it sort of felt pat and not like you were getting real nitty gritty answers. Right. I mean, it felt like the answers that you were given were the standard brochure answers. Interesting. So almost no different than just reading the brochure. (laughs) Well, you know, obviously they can't say, hey, give me 10 grand and we'll make it happen. They can't say that to a whole room. But everything that you would have you know, heard in a brochure on a Q&A, you know, that's the answers that they were giving. And, you know, I know that that's what they have to do, but I think sometimes you wanted them to go in to further details and give some more information 
based upon we had read those brochures and we wanted the answers to go a little further. And that's a good point for someone who may be considering coming from a great distance specifically to ask those kinds of questions and then find out you're not going to get a very long meeting with a planner and the Q&A session is not going to go more than skin deep. Right. Interesting. Did any of your plans change as a result of something you learned or saw at the showcase? My plans completely changed, but not as a result of the showcase. The showcase helped me realize that a Disney wedding was definitely for us and that a 10-year vow renewal will take place just so I can get everything involved that wasn't involved this time. (laughs) So do you think it's worth making a special trip to Walt Disney World for one of these showcases? Yes and no. If you have absolutely everything for your wedding planned your way, or if you've already had your planning session, then no, I would save your money, stay home, and add something onto your wedding. But if you have questions, need ideas, or you're an escape bride that doesn't get a planning session and you want to see a couple more things, then yes. And double yes if you need somebody to bring with you to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. Well, this is great stuff, Dina. Thank you so much. Is there someplace online where my listeners can go to see and read about your wedding? There is. Um, I was on the Disboards and my... Screen name is Love, Love, Love with the L-U-V. Okay, so I'll put a link to that in this post so people can see how it all turned out. All right. I think that this is going to be really helpful for someone who's on the fence or someone who, you know, maybe wasn't thinking of going and now they think, well, maybe it would be helpful for me. Especially, I liked your point about escape brides getting a lot more out of it almost than wishes brides. I think sometimes when an escape bride's on the fence between escape and wishes, they want that planning session. They want that time. They want to taste that cake. And I think that this can give that to them. I really appreciate your taking the time to talk to me on the show today. Thanks so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>